you know, here's what it was. I wasn't going to eat them later. But I thought, I was like, this is a waste. This is a waste of so much food. I was like, look at all these corn chips. And like, this was a time in the, you know, early 2000s. No, this is late 90s. You know, people were like, there's a kid starving somewhere here. And I was like, there is. I shouldn't. But I was a little kid. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I thought I was doing the right thing. I was like, I only want this part. I'm not going to waste anything. You know what I mean? It's almost like eating the middle of a sandwich and just leaving the crust. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll start it. It is what it is. What's up, everybody? And welcome to episode 18 of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Come to hang out. I'm excited to relax this morning with you guys and session stuff. So if you got a joint, you got your rig set up, let's get some dabs in. Let's smoke some weed. Let's get stoned. And let's get caught up for the week. But before we get to today's episode, don't forget we have the Hetty Hawaii drop coming up. Um, unfortunately we had to push the drop a week back. Um, this is due to shipping right now is so slowed down. I will have all the glass done before the drop. It actually should all be done this upcoming Thursday. Um, so about a week from, we yeah, have one week from today. It should be, uh, cause we film on Thursday. So one week from today, the, the glass should all be done, but, um, shipping's taken so long. I mean, it's taken, they sent us a check for the order and it was supposed to, you know, get here in two days. It took like 11 or 12 days. So everything is slowed down, including giant boxes. So just to be safe, to make sure we have all the glass there and they have time to photograph it all. Um, we pushed the drop back to July 5th. Um, and I appreciate everybody that's patient with me and understanding cause it's tough. I, I, these are some big orders I take God. Um, I don't know if everyone likes doing orders of size or crushing like this. Uh, for me, I love it. I love the challenge. I love how exciting it is. I love being, you know, like under the gun kind of thing where I like have to crush, crush, crush in order to, uh, you know, pull it off. But it's such a, such a crazy feeling when you're doing big orders like this, I guess really anything you could be just doing one piece that takes you a week or two weeks or three weeks to work on. I guess all in all, it's just the challenge itself is the exciting part. It's like, can I actually pull something like that off? And in the glass blowing industry, it's such a small, new, like niche industry still that I feel like there's no one actually like, is there any records or people keeping records or this or that? Like this person made this much in one year, this many pieces, or this person made this most difficult thing. I don't know. My point is I feel like over here we're working like crazy people. And I feel like we might just be setting some records as far as a uh, handmade hand spun recyclers being like sent out and sold to people. So I appreciate all you guys that are supporting that. Then after Hetty Hawaii, we have the connoisseur smoke drop. Um, and then after that, we're going to do that big Sunday sale I was talking about where I'm going to show and drop all these new and different and revamped designs and really fun colorways and stuff. So we should have a fun Sunday sale coming up in July. I wanted it to be the beginning of July, but because Hetty Hawaii has been pushed back in connoisseur, no, it's looking like that um, Sunday sale won't be till mid-July. Um, and you guys remember how like three episodes ago, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to crush and be of July. I'm done. I'm chilling. Like after Hetty Hawaii. I love saying stuff like that. I say it every year, all year, and it never happens. My wife, I don't even say it to her anymore. I no longer tell her like, oh man, once this order's done, we're going to do this. I don't even say it. I want to say it because it gets me excited. It makes me feel like I'm really going to get somewhere and get out of the hole I'm in, but it's not happening. It's okay though. Grateful to be busy. Grateful to be working. I could take a break if I wanted to realistically, if I wanted to stop and take a break, I could. Um, but like, I feel like I'm on a team here. Like Bear, I'm on the bear mountain team. I'm crushing and I want to see my team do good. I want to see everybody that's involved with me do well. So in order for this train and everything to keep on pushing through, I need to keep on crushing because in order for, you know, us to do more and bigger projects and all different things it really, what it has to do with is me building capital, creating glass is the only way that we're able to pursue more, get more people working with us and have opportunities for other people. It all happens for me working like a crazy person. Today we're smoking on some GMO. Um, we're actually going to be dabbing on some GMO too, but the GMO flower I'm smoking is from a cut above down here in Colorado Springs because your boy got his med card again finally. My med card expired in 2017. And once my daughter got here and all this stuff, I was like, I don't even want, I'm not even going to get a med card. I wasn't even, um, it wasn't on my agenda. 
But um, for the last two years, I've been driving up to Denver to get flour, and it's like an hour and a half drive, and it's like a real waste of time. It's a three-hour round trip. So in order to be more like um, – I need to manage my time better overall. Um, so in order to help with that, we got our med cards. Now we can just go to local dispensaries instead of driving in an hour and a half. Now we just drive five minutes. So trying to save time and money everywhere we can so we can put um, more into our business. Um, all right. And then the GMO um, hash we're going to be dabbing on. Um, I got it from Mystic Melts, but again, I don't know if it's from their garden. It's super fire, though. It's this GMO hash that I have that we're going to take dabs here in a little bit on all these different rigs that we have out here on the table. Um, it's seriously the best hash I've had in a really long time, and it has nothing to do with, like, like I, I get good hash from Mystic Melts all the time. For me, it has to do with a certain terp. Like, I love Mystic Melts, Grease Monkey, and their fucking Pure Guava. Those are killer, too. But we all have those certain terps that just, like, you know, are close to our hearts. And mine, I love SFV. And this GMO I have here has a pretty close, like, gassy, like, kind of uh, terpene profile. Not the same, but similar. And enough to get me excited and be like, fuck, that almost tastes like SFV. I'm really tempted to start growing again. To, like, maybe do, like, six plants. Something really small and just grow SFV if I can get the cut from someone here in Colorado. Because I want just jars of SFV. That's all I want to smoke. Um, but Hey, maybe it'll happen. I honestly can't, though. I can't spread myself too thin. I'm already spreading myself too thin with everything. I'm trying to pull off all at the same time. And I'm trying to learn patience. I preach it all the time about being patient and everything takes time, but man, it's very difficult for me to listen to my own advice. Sometimes I'm very like, once one thing's done, I'm on to the next thing. It's gotta be done. And this has gotta be done. We have to get this. And Oh, you know, I think it's healthy and good in the beginning of a career to grind and have that mentality, but that's not something you can sustain and have for a long time, I don't think. And obviously that's my opinion. So don't, you know, I'm not saying that's exactly how it works for everybody, but, um, I'm trying to find that balance and I've said it a million times in multiple episodes, but constantly working towards it and trying to remind myself that that's what I'm working towards. So I don't forget. So I don't get so caught up in my work and lose track of why I'm working so hard, but it's a bit crazy. Also, too, uh, we just um, dropped our new mood mats on the website, and I'll show these off at the end of the episode as well. Um, but these are the new foundation mood mats, and uh, we call it foundation because it has, like, these little bricks and stuff here. And then there's, like, RBRs in the bare heads right here. Um, and if you go to our website – oh, let's see here, guys. I'm trying to use a screen to just – boom. If you go to our website, you can check them out there. Um, we have this one right here, which is the die-cut 10-inch mat, the big one. And then we have this eight inch circular mat right here. Um, they match, they're from the same series, but they're both a little different, you know, a little something for everyone. So those are on bmsglass.com along with shirts, stickers, magnets, and anything else you may need. The only thing we don't have on there is glass or pipes, which is crazy. Most people that start following Bear Mountain Studios or me, they're like, I see all these pipes, I see all this stuff. And if they're a new follower, they click on my website and they're like, I, I don't know how to buy your glass. Um, and that's probably one of the, I get, I get hundreds of those DMs and I honestly need to be answering every single one and telling these people, cause most people aren't used to a product like this where you have to like follow a drop and this and that. And you have to really be in the like scene to know what's happening and when things are dropping. And I don't want things to be that difficult, especially for someone that's just trying to learn about my glass or get into it. That is not my intention. I want this to be easy. I want the information there. So we're going to work on the website too of just having like set prices across the website. So if people are like, how much are standards? How much are micros? We can have it all up there and then we can have a disclaimer saying some stores add on money for Pelican and shipping. But um, that way I can hopefully answer frequently asked questions as far as pricing and how to get the glass and stuff because there's a lot of people that follow me that just don't know. They don't know how to get it. And even the people that follow me really closely that sit all day in a drop and wait for it, they have a hard time getting a piece. And I talked about this a little bit last episode, but I'm grateful for all you guys that don't quit on me. Um, you guys that don't quit on my my art and my brand and everything I'm trying to build. Because it, it definitely can be discouraging if you're trying to support or collect someone's art. And you're not able to get the time of day from them. You're not able to figure out what something costs. And I know I've 
definitely turned some people off because I never saw the DM or it took me this long to see it or, you know, whatever it may be. And I'm not going to say, oh, it's their fault. Read the fucking bio, bro. It says no DMs or like, you should know to email me. No, you shouldn't know to email. You shouldn't know anything. You should be able to click and, you know, it should be easy for you to figure out about my product. And actually, this kind of rolls us into something I wanted to talk about today of kind of my first like little topic of the day, like my joint. But I want to talk about, um, and we've talked about it a little bit before, but I'm going to talk about it more. And this little segment right here is more for anyone that's trying to build their brand online of social media. Like, it doesn't have to be just glass blowing. This is absolutely anything. Let me light my joint real quick. Um, so, first, a career is way more valuable than making a, a, a big pile of money for a short time. We'll use the RBR for an example. There's a bunch of different ways I could have went with the RBR project. Just two big ones though, is I could have sold to shops like I am doing now, or I could have just only sold direct. Now, if I only sold direct, yes, I would have made a bigger pile of money, but me personally, I'm not doing this just for the money. Obviously, we all work hard for money. We all do something to make money, to make a return, to take care of our family. So we'll be real about that. Obviously, I work to make money. But the motivator to work like I do isn't just for money. It's, like I've said before, to build a legacy, to build a brand, to build something I can be proud of. Um, and that's what ties in with saying, I'm saying is a career is worth way more than just one big pile of money. So my point is, if you guys are building a brand, you're glass blower, whatever you're doing, um, Luna, chill. My dogs are getting mad at people outside. Um, if you're building a brand like that, you're building something like that. Understand that like, you're not going to always make money from what you're building. And I've said it before, but you're not, you're not going to make money on every single thing you work on or build, but you're trying to build that long-term career. So you can make a bunch of quick money and then fall off real quick, or you can try to build a career and build something that lasts a long time. Maybe you don't make a bunch of money right in the beginning, but over a long time you have a sustainable career. And I think that's more valuable than just making a bunch of money and getting like a fancy car and a watch and pretending you're rich for a couple of years. I think it's more important to build something you can be proud of build and like building a career and building like a brand is also building your freedom. It's building a way for you to have the freedom to be like, Oh shit, our refrigerator broke. Let's just get a new one, not be, not be like, fuck, we can't afford a new refrigerator. That's the type of freedom I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like freedom that we normally think of with like, like, I don't know. I can't really give a good example right now. I'm going to blame it on the weed. Um, but I want the freedom of just not being scared about little things. You know, I want the freedom to be able to just something goes wrong. Just take care of it before it gets the whole family upset. But let's keep going with what I was talking about career over money build a career, build a brand. I mean, and the money will come inherently. It's going to happen. Um, and also too, with like posting stuff on the internet, this is a big thing I like to like kind of save to myself and think is if, if I can't admire you, how can I like, like support you? And like, and like, if I don't know about you, how can I, how can't, okay, let's say it better here, guys. This is great getting real tripped up, real messy right in the beginning, trying to make a good point, but really fucking it up. But that's okay. That's all right. Mm. Here we go. If I don't know, know you, how can I admire you? And all that means is how I look at it is if you're not posting a bunch of shit on the internet, you're not making videos, you're not talking with people, creating content, showing off your work. It's not just about making the pipe. It's not just about building that part of the brand, the product. You actually have to like, you have to Get your face out there and get people to see you. If people don't know who you are, if you're not posting enough on Instagram, Facebook, whatever platform you're using, which you should be using almost all of them, if people can't admire you and see your work and know you, then they can't like appreciate what you're doing and support you. Yes, we can all find supporters just through barely posting, of course. But if you want like a big like group of people behind you that believe in your art and want to follow you and see what you're doing, then you need to be willing to really post and show people and talk to them. So <clears throat> if I don't know you and I don't see you, I can't admire you. So make sure you guys are posting more, crush that, keep make, make videos, do everything you got to do. Like show people who you are so they can admire you and, and learn to love your work. And then the last and final thing with it 
because it's yin and yang, guys. When you post yourself on the internet, you're being vulnerable posting yourself up there. Here's a huge thing. You need to give people the uh, option to hate you. And that sounds a little crazy, but you want to give people the option to hate you. So just post it up there. Let them see who you are. Either they love or they hate you. Either way, it's going to be beneficial for your brand. As long as you're not like a shitty person. Like If you're like a, a shitty person, you're just not a good person. You're posting up and being honest how you're a shitty person. I don't think that would do. Wait, never mind. This might get political. I'm not going to do it. So yeah, give people the option to hate you. Post yourself up. Just be about it. Um, and I wanted to talk about that a little real quick before I got too, too stoned. Cause once we start taking dabs and stuff here, it's going to get so much more messy. I'm, I'm really going to forget what I'm talking about, but that's when we'll just talk about more like fun stories that aren't so much like business or brand oriented. Um, but yeah, so this week though, I'm just fucking crushing color for Hedy Hawaii. That's what I'm finishing up. I'm finishing up all the color stuff. I'm starting to post it up on Instagram and shit, and you guys are going to be seeing it over the next week or so. Um, but lots of really fun new colors that I'm excited to share. And also, too, just fucking making all these colored pieces already feeling the pressure, but I feel a little bit of that pressure slowly lifting because I've gotten the clear done. I'm working through the color. I can kind of like see the like finish line almost with Hedy Hawaii. So it feels really good. And, um, I don't know, I don't know, but I hope I could pull it off because <laughs> it's so much glass. It's just, it's crazy. <coughs> Scooby snacks. <coughs> oh God, some weed wet my throat. <coughs> that was great. That was great. Oh man. I hope you guys are doing good today though. Hope you're having a decent week. Hopefully, um, I always want to say hopefully things will get get back to normal, but I don't even know if normal is a good thing. You know, was our normal before everything that happened a good thing? No. So I don't think we need to get back to normal. I think we need to get to the next step in our evolution as a species. Um, you know, I think it's just it's just all part of evolution. You know, old old ideals like, you know, maybe we're not evolving out of, you know, having gills and becoming like whatever, you know, turning into different shit anymore. And maybe we're not physically evolving, but I think as a species, we are mentally evolving. And, um, I said something a few episodes ago, we like, and I made a statement, not even thinking about it. And it actually kind of hurt my parents' feelings because I was, I, I said something like, uh, we just got to wait for all these old people to die and we'll be fine. You know, once the old next generation dies, all those ideas will die with them. I was really ignorant. That's not accurate. That's a a really simple, dumbed down statement because that's not how it works. Our elders plant their ideas in us. We don't have to wait for some people to move on and just be gone for things, the bad stuff to be gone because that bad stuff's being instilled in their children. I'm too high and I make bongs for a living. I shouldn't even be giving my opinion on this subject. But here we are. So... Like I said on Instagram, I don't know if any of you guys saw it, all change starts at home. Take care of your kids. Take care of your loved ones. Treat people with respect. Put your ego aside. Even if you think you're right about something, listen to someone else's point of view first. And really think about it before you make a stupid statement. Okay, let's smoke some hash. Oh, okay, let's just sesh this fucking standard RBR for a minute, and then we're going to get into this crazy piece I have off camera over here, kind of the side. You guys can see the edge of it a little bit, um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's just enjoy some GMO on this beautiful, clean, fresh standard RBR with a kryptonite lip wrap. I'm debating doing a full cool down or... <laughs> My wife just texted me, there's three cops across the street, be careful. Well, you know what? If they're mean to me, they're not invited to my party. Um, all right, let's heat up this now. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm coughing in the mic, guys. I blew it. I really try not to do that because I know some people do listen to this with headphones and shit. Actually, all of you guys should listen to this with headphones. You don't want to be playing my voice through your house and you have someone that cares about you here, you're listening to me. I'm like, what are you fucking listening to? Who is this guy? And they're like, oh, it's just some guy that makes pipes. I just got to grab Q-tips real quick. You guys like that noise? Grab my Q-tips. 
Oh, okay. Sorry, everybody. But this is fucking, this is like on, like, we don't edit any of this stuff out. This is, we're just hanging out. You know what I mean? Like, Mark obviously, like, edits the music in the beginning and any little, like, shit for the intro. But for the most part, once we start filming, we just are filming. So, yeah, I actually just need to clean this now because I can tell I left a little bit of reclaim in there. When I was doing my last dab. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I know we're not doing anything illegal, but my wife is like, my wife sees people with guns and she's like, I don't care what their intention is. They have more power than me right now. So be careful. Like it's not because at this point in our country, like, I don't think it's, it's not so it's people can't be like, it's all about the intent. They're like, no, if you see a badge, you're worried. It's, I, I really tried to be mindful for years being like, Oh, it's the intent of the person, you know, like, not everyone, like, of course there's good people and bad people, just like there's good police and bad police. But at this point, guys, with how much shit is out there, how much video footage and all these horrible things, the facts are is that if the good police in the department aren't stepping up to call these people out, which they are, there's definitely some police departments where these people have stepped up. And you know what happens to the people that step up and try to do the right thing? They get fucked. They get fucked. So... It's almost like to make real change, a massive amount of us, the people, the police officers are going to have to make change without expecting anything in return. If anything, we have to expect to be fucked and no one give a shit about us. And then the people that come after us will reap the benefits, enjoy the change. Maybe that's one of the hardest things for humans to make real change because our lifetimes are so short. We just say, oh, well, I'll just be dead and gone by the time real change happens. So why does it fucking matter anyways? You know, and then you have the people like, do it for your children, do it for this, you know, that. Would real change happen if we were immortal? If we realized, hey, we're all just going to be here together forever. Like, let's actually change some stuff so that we can move to a new place in our consciousness. I don't know anything. Okay, let's dab. But yeah, I don't know why she's scared of cops, Mark. Yeah, because we're not doing anything wrong. Everything's legal we're doing. But she's nervous. My, my wife's... Dude, like, my wife has been having a hard time with this because she's never... Dude, straight up, she's never seen, like, any of these police brutality videos over the last hundred fucking years. She doesn't... Because she doesn't look at the news like that. She doesn't look at... She's not on Instagram or Facebook. She's not... She's just not... She's living life. She's in real life. She's not like me. I live inside this virtual world we create. My wife is not like this. So she doesn't see all these videos. So she's been seeing so much over the last month. She's just been crying, bro. Like I go inside and she's just crying. Like what's going on? She's like, I don't understand. Like she doesn't understand why people, like she sees these videos. Like she's like seeing this one kid up in Aurora getting beaten to brain damage and his parents have taken him off life support. Like a young kid that was just dance, Elijah McClain, just dancing, listening to music. Didn't, even if he was ignoring the police. He's a, he's a 140 pound child with medical condition. Like if for like multiple people to be beating on a 140 pound person, I'm sorry guys, this podcast may be getting weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've all heard it before. You don't need to hear any more of this shit. We know exactly what's going on. We know how fucked up it is. Let's get high and just try to relax for a little bit together. Um, cause you don't need to hear, you know, I don't need to reassure everything that everyone else has been saying. Obviously it's not right. And I'm not qualified at all. If anything, all I can say is I understand that I don't understand. And I'm on the side of love and equality. I just, I want to experience life with everybody. I don't want anybody to be, you know, pushed to the side or not invited. Um, unless you're an asshole, then you're not invited. But yeah. What an interesting episode we have here. And also, too, guys, we're filming two episodes back-to-back today because my producer, Mark, is going out of town uh, for a week to do some pretty badass stuff. Um, what you're, you're filming, you're documenting the Brianna Taylor... Pro- a mural. A mural? Okay. Uh, of Brianna Taylor. And then awesome. I am gonna, going down there just to check out the first Fuck yeah, dude. I love that. I love that. I'm, so we're going to do two episodes. That way we have an episode for next week, guys. So the second part of this episode, 
it may be the worst podcast I've ever made because I guarantee I'm going to be so high and confused by the end of that one because two hours of just smoking weed and talking to a camera, I mean, I'm not going to know what's going on. But now we're going to take dabs for a little bit and enjoy these pieces and chat some more. We're going to get in some more stories. I'm going to go in depth and talk about um, my experience and my day hanging out with the strain hunters. Cause I think I touched base on it briefly in a different podcast when I was just going over all these events that happened. But I want to talk about this one a little more in depth because um, I made a post a couple days ago of a picture of me and Franco, which is one of the strain hunters. And he sadly passed away a few years back, but I made a post um, with me and him together. And, um, and a lot of people were interested in the story and more about it. So I'll go more in depth after it. We'll do a couple dabs, talk about some glass, and then we'll just get into a story and smoke more weed. <clears throat> but yeah, that's we're just waiting for the snail to cool down now. Smoking this fresh standard RBR. Oh, it's only had a couple dabs through, I think. Yeah. You see a little bit of reclaim floating in the water inside where the the perk is. I started my timer a little late too, but that's still hot. Man. What? 2020 my wife was like last year she's like it's gonna be our year we're so set up the debt's paid off like like bear mountain's doing well like our daughter's getting into school like all these things like we're really i think like we're gonna feel good and i'm like i I just was like stop it stop saying that because i felt even when we bought our tickets when we bought our tickets to hawaii and i spent all this money on these tickets to go to hawaii to do this show and i bought the tickets and in my head i'm like i'm not going to hawaii (laughs) like and this was before the pandemic. This is before we even heard of coronavirus. I bought the tickets and in my head, I was like, there's no way I'm going to Hawaii. I want to go. I want to go bad. But the universe, I know, I don't picture myself in Hawaii this year. I don't see myself in a Tommy Bahama shirt with it open, with my belly out and a beer. Like, I don't see that. Um, I just see me still working my ass off. And hey, here we are in the studio. And we started a podcast. So we're doing more work. And I love it. It keeps me fucking sane. Oh my God, did I miss that? It's going to be a cold dab. <laughs> Fuck. Whatever, we'll just reheat it. I don't even care. Get off there. <laughs> First dab of the day. Turpy. Okay, okay, okay. Whoa, that GMO. Whoa, my nose is rotted. Getting the sinuses rolling this morning. Holy cow. Shit is so gassy and when i say gas i know there's like slang terminology like yo you got that gas like i that's not what i'm saying and i think a lot of people misunderstand me when i'm like oh do i want like (coughs) gas like i want the gas terps like i'm not saying like the dank terps like obviously we all want dank terps i'm saying i literally want the weed to taste like my face is hovering over over an open can of gasoline i want to taste fossil fuels i want to taste Million-year-old dinosaur liquid. That's what I want to taste. Um, dinosaurs are real. And if you don't think they are, we probably could have a great conversation. Just kidding. I wouldn't get anywhere. <coughs> you guys ever seen those people that say dinosaurs aren't real? Maybe I'll lose a couple followers right now, which would hurt because I don't have that many. Um, <laughs> all right. Got this nail all clean. Man, these standard RBRs, I swear, they seem to get more and more dialed in every time I make one. And it's a simple design, so you'd be like, oh, I mean, there's really not much more you can do with it. But there's all these little things. The more the more you, like, refine and just change, like, little diameters and angles of stuff and, like, f- the way it's flow, like, f- how fast the flow rate is. Like, all these different things. I don't know what flow rate is. I made that up. That's pipe terminology. Um, man, last night in live... We were doing some like goofy dabs. Like we put this ash catcher on the Titan RBR, and we were, and it didn't work because the back pressure on the Titan actually shot the water out of the ash catcher. It was a real mess. But um, 
everyone was just saying, do it for science. And I loved that phrase. And we just couldn't stop saying it last night. And then people were curious, like, hey, like, you should do live videos and let um, collectors sesh with you because there's an option where people can join you in your live. I thought that was really cool and a good idea. But then someone from Planet Caravan was like, hey, man, just that's cool. Do that. But just be aware, like, we did it before and we've had, like, people show their, like, dongers on the fucking live or just, like, we open it up and it's just a dick. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like, but I feel like we're on the Internet right now, guys. It's kind of like. If you think of the internet like a boat, we all got on this boat together and there was like a little disclaimer that's like, this is, there's going to be just naked, there's penises everywhere. Watch out. Like, that's essentially what it is. We're on like, the internet is like a cruise ship just covered with dick pics and you have no choice but to walk through them and just try to ignore them and get to what you wanted to get to on the ship. But yeah, basically that really weird analogy I attempted to formulate on the podcast is just saying that, um, what was it saying? Fuck. Does anyone remember what I was talking about? Damn. Oh, well. <coughs> I really don't know my point. The internet. Yeah, that's what it was. The internet's a messy place. You find stuff like this. A guy just like smoking weed and not making sense on the on the podcast. You find stuff like this. You're listening to it right now. Um, but yeah, the internet is a messy, messy place. So we, you know, I'm going to, my point is I'm going to do these live videos. I'm going to have collectors sesh with me. We're going to do it. Um, but uh, I think we all just will be aware someone's going to be jumping out with a dick pic at some point, probably. Oh, man. Also, too, we're still doing the giveaway for the podcaster guys. Podcasters, guys, I'm just really, really behind. I'm going to try and do it this week. Um, I think everybody's behind on things right now, though. 2020, the fact that we're even still working and trying to maintain some sort of schedule with dropping podcasts and doing drops of glass and doing all these things is it's just a miracle. Um, I feel like that I like this year, especially like last year and the year before I used to post a lot more of like personal stuff with like things that were going wrong in my life. Like this happened to me today or this happened to me today. I've, I've basically completely stopped doing that. Um, just because every time I go to make a post like that now, I'm just like, dude, you're working. Like, you have hash. Like, you have your family. Like, you're safe. Like, you literally have nothing to complain about. Like, if you don't have everything you want now, that doesn't mean that you're having a bad life experience. I mean, it wouldn't be life if you had everything now. You know, it's like the journey is more important than the destination. It's like a corny thing people say, but it's a fact. It's just like the work to achieve the thing you think you want is the important part of life. It's not getting the thing you want. I don't know, guys. We keep going down weird roads today, huh? Very uh, weird podcast. But that's why these are fun. We do a bunch of these, you know. Okay, I just pulled out another pipe, too. We're going to smoke this now. So I fixed my ash catcher for the triple-double because Cormac broke it. Um, he was trying to take it out, and the hash was stuck because it was all cold. It was during the winter time, and he just sheared the joint off. So I replaced the joint. Now it's all functioning again. But basically, this is a double-diffused on a triple-double. Um, another pointless thing I've made, um, That's I don't really sell these ash catchers. Like I have made a couple for collectors. But it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, hey, like, this doesn't make it better. Um, but it's fun, and it's really cool, like, visually, and it's really smooth. Maybe it makes, it maybe it makes like, smoothness better, but it's, I don't know. It's not like, you can get a great experience smoking a 10-millimeter micro RBR. This is just fucking fun. And that's why I blow glass, so I can make stuff like this that I can smoke and have fun in my little studio. I feel like a mad scientist out here just building, welding, and putting shit together so that I can just do weed through it. Um, what a weird thing to spend all your time doing. You know, with that's why I always wonder with my drive and focus, too bad I wasn't doing something that actually helped people. I don't know. I'm just making pipes. But we did we did help some people together though. Actually, this just bring I'll bring this up real quick. The charity auction that we talked about last episode went really really well. 
Thank you, everybody who supported. The piece went for $500 over retail, went for $1,500. And then what I did is I made a matching drop down, chill them. Like I made a whole matching set for it and a Pelican with the mood mats and stickers so that I made sure the customer got $1,500 worth of my product. So they paid more than retail and didn't realize they were about to get a whole set. That's the shit I love. When you just do something, buy something, you like work hard for something or do something without any expectations. Like my biggest example I always use is just going to my girlfriend's house and taking care of her grandma, like painting her house, shoveling her driveway, cleaning out her gardens, whatever, just going and doing it and not asking for anything. You know, that was, um, that's always like the example I think of, like, cause you know, do things without expectation. And if you learn how to do that throughout your whole life with everything you do, if you do everything without expectation and you're a hard worker and you're focused and you're willing to work for more than you're worth, yeah, you get it taken advantage of. But with that type of drive, you grow out of the places that take advantage of you. You keep climbing. And if you work with that mentality of like, okay, I'm, I'm going to crush so hard. I'm going to wash the fuck out of these plates in this restaurant. I'm going to be the de- best dishwasher they've ever seen or I'm going to push carts at this grocery store. I'm going to push more fucking grocery carts than anyone and I'm going to have a smile on my face while I'm doing it. I didn't smile too much. I kind of just look like this. So I, I take that back. You don't need a smile. But being positive while you're doing it, being like, hey, like, I know this is like a basic ass job and it doesn't like I'm not like saying that like it's cool that I'm skilled. I'm doing this, but I'm fucking giving 110 percent because anything I touch, I work my hardest. Um, I think it's just a good mentality to have for success. Dude, honestly, this episode's getting longer. We might do the strain hunters next episode, the one we're going to film after this. We might just keep session and chatting. And save the strain hunters talk for um, this next episode. We're gonna film here in a little bit. So we're crushing. This is a this is fun today, guys. I mean, I don't know if you guys are having fun. I enjoy this. This is why I keep making them because I have a good time. <coughs> but I know there's a few of you guys out there to watch it. So thank you. All right, let's get this triple double all heated up, and um, we'll do a dab on this thing because it's so fun to watch this. There's just tornadoes everywhere, bubbles everywhere. And it's so smooth, and it's honestly really effortless for what it is. Like, you look at this, and you're like, oh, my God, that's got to have so much drag. But believe it or not, the way it's set up, the way the perks are designed, everything's set up, these things fucking move water pretty effortlessly. All right. Let that cool down for a minute. Take a sip of coffee. Stretch it out. I wore my glass blowing glasses today because I found this awesome trick that I do on live videos because I knew today I was going to be getting really high and I get super high when I do live videos on Instagram because why not? Like do drugs and get super high on live videos for the internet. It looks great. Um, I'm just kidding. It doesn't, but I do. It is what it is. So I flip these down when I get way too high and then my eyes look fine. See, the thing is, because when I get super high, and I'm so tired all the time, guys, I'm sleep deprived, I work like a, a crazy person, so I'm tired and stoned, the combination together in a dark room with these bright lights on me, like my eyes are going to get small, they're going to get as red as a ripe tomato, um, so I flip these down, and then I look fine, because I can, I can act like I'm not super stoned while I'm talking, kind of, at least I think, you know what I mean, it's like when a drunk person's like, I sounded fine, and then they see a video of themselves, and like, so... Who knows? I might watch this later and be like, dude, you sound like an idiot that episode. But I say that almost every episode. It's really humbling. I mean, you want to kill your ego, do four or five grams of mushrooms or make podcasts and watch yourself and see why, like, wow, that lack of a full high school education is really shining in this episode. Um, Those are some of the things I'm noticing. But like I said, it humbles you. It kills the ego, which is healthy. We all need a little less ego because I swear, I feel like that fucking ego is one of the biggest things. I mean, it's, isn't every like war or any sort of conflict that's ever happened been based on ego? Because if both parties had no ego and they sat down, just talked about what their concerns were on each side, you know, oh, no shit. Mark's right. We almost lost this dab too, guys. I see it's happening. We're smoking too much. We're talking about crazy shit. Nice scrapey sound for that mic. Wow. 
people that say <coughs> big pipes with too much diffusion ruin the flavor. <coughs> Get better terps. <coughs> oh. I think there's a little more. Okay, we got all the flops. Every last bit. Chirps. <coughs> oh my god, my body. And that was the dab where you feel it in your veins talked about before but you guys ever get that where you take like a fucking big dab and it hits you a certain way where you literally just feel it like fucking i don't know if it's a thc or just like blood or adrenaline or ghosts but some shit flows through your veins and you feel it like then like lightning bolts are coming out your fingers maybe that's just my experience why i like weed so much weed and coffee Weed and coffee all day. What do they call that, Marcus? That's the poor man's speed ball. Is that what that is? Weed. And, you never heard that? That. I think that's what the term is. Is just weed and coffee is like the poor man's speed ball. It's like I'm just on stimulants all day. Anyone that's like you're on drugs while you're, or you're I bet you use drugs to do it. I'm like yes, I do. I use uh, uh, what, is copious the right word? Copious amounts. Okay, look at me. I look. See, I'm trying, guys. Dropped out in tenth grade, but I'm trying. Copious amounts of marijuana and coffee all day. I am using drugs to work this hard. Um, but it's just, you know, mild stimulants. You know, cannabis and coffee. There's something about it, though. Like, I can't drink a cup of coffee unless I'm smoking weed. Like, and I can't smoke weed unless I'm drinking a cup of coffee. So, they just go hand in hand. And, like... You watch people like people over in Morocco actually have like a time like it's like a religious thing where they like drink coffee like it's like a coffee ceremony, um, and I'm like man like I could kick it in Morocco I could just sit there with those dudes and we would just be drinking coffee talking about you know philosophy and life and spirituality <clears throat> and hopefully hash smoking Moroccan hash I don't know yeah because I feel like it goes hand in hand love coffee and weed feel so lucky that I have a job where I can just, this is what I get to, you know, this is just part of it. I'm drinking coffee and smoking weed and blowing glass all day. I mean, when I was a construction worker, you know, fucking painting houses are on a roof and it's 110 degrees and you're just dying and you're just like, you're just, you just hope you slip and fall off the roof because, because you're just like, fuck it. Like I'd rather be paralyzed with a good fucking chunk of money than be on this roof anymore. Um, and I used to dream, like, what if I had a job someday where I could just, like, smoke weed and just drink coffee and watch documentaries? Because even as a little kid, I watched tons of documentaries. I'd be three years old, building Connects Towers, watching documentaries. I was like, oh, isn't it funny how us upstate New York people say documentary, elementary, uh, complimentary? Fuck. What other words have it, Mark? He's laughing. He knows. He's like, he's like dude, right? At least I pointed out. At least I pointed out. Like, I'm aware, everybody. I know how I sound. And we're, you know, none of us are perfect, but, um, doesn't mean we can't hang out and have fun. Right. So yeah, I was a weird little kid. All right. Fucking where are we at for time? I got a timer going guys. Cause we are doing two fucking episodes today. Fuck, we're crushing. Holy shit. Yeah. And I'm feeling good right now. Now let's do some more dabs. Let's smoke the HMR. I, Cause I actually, let's talk about this glasshopper piece we got on the table. After we take a dab through this ash catcher, because <laughs> we're not done yet. This has got a little attachment here. I got this little, you know, this mouthpiece attachment. It's pretty sweet. You know, you can like smoke the ash catcher separately, um, which why not? You know, honestly, I don't even need to smoke it. I'll just show you guys and then we'll talk about the bear because I might go off on a tangent again and then we'll never talk about anything important. All right. So, yeah. There's that. Oh, yeah, and then you can, like, we can swing this over and pull on it real quick. Let me see what, get our angle going here. Shredder. And this ash catcher has a faster drain than, like, a regular RBR, but it has to. There's some things with water and back pressure 
that's really weird when you're building a recycling ash catcher that attaches to a bigger recycler with more pressure behind it. Because if you have like a straight tube and you put like a recycling ash catcher on it, that straight tube's back pressure is not going to do anything to that recycler. But the back pressure on a recycler, because the amount of volume of water it's moving in the flow, it's just gonna, there's some, there's some things you got to do. So you need, if you're building a recycling ash catcher, just pro tip, put a faster drain on the ash catcher to help with that back pressure. All right. I mean, that's like, I don't even know if that's important information for anyone to really know, but because who's making recycling ash catchers? That's stupid. Just me and my boy Ryan make them. Oh my God. My, I can't, I hurt my fucking shoulder. I don't know what I did. I think it's from uh, overworking or from holding a growing human. Cause my goodness, I think she's getting heavier every day. And She's growing up way too fast. It's scary. It's scary. I wish we could go out and do more right now, but I think a lot of families are feeling that. We got to go to the zoo the other day, which was really cool, though. They had, like, you you basically sign up a week ahead of time if you're a member to our zoo, which we are. And um, But also, too, guys, like, obviously, like, I go to the zoo and I see some of the animals in there. Like, the gorillas, gorillas, I don't think primates should be in zoos. It's They're too... It's so weird. Just you look at them and you're like, that's a fucking, that's like my cousin, dude. That's like a, do you hear I said cousin? Um, yeah, like say a lot of words wrong. But you see like, you know, these primates in cages and it's just like, man, like especially the gorillas. I'm like, boy, like you, like I want to hang out with you, but you definitely would kill me. Um, but I can see on your face that like you're irritated. You're like, fuck, dude, like this is not it. But then again, I will say though, our zoo locally, all the animals there are like rescued. They're from either, some of these animals only have a, like they're missing limbs. They're from like different, like, you know, places they rescued them from people that have like these animals as pets. Like, so our whole zoo is like one of those, like, it's like a, all their sources are actually, they're giving these animals a safe place to live or these animals were going to be put down. So everyone, and it's beautiful. It's on the side of a mountain overlooking like, you know, Colorado Springs. It's just it's unfucking real So we're members there and we donate there and stuff because, like, we try to, like, support that. And I'm not supporting the local zoo because, like, I want all the animals locked up. But I am trying to – we do try to support just to, like, help feed these animals and stuff like that. So, you know, it's a weird world, guys. You can't win anywhere. No matter what you do, you just can't win. You can do your best and try to be a good person and be kind to people. But it's very difficult to actually, uh, you know – make everybody happy. All right. So last thing we'll talk about in this episode before we close this up is this fun piece right here. I was down in the basement, saw some pelicans and I was like, wait, there's some pipes in those pelicans. I bet. Cause I, most of them were empty. There was like 30 pelicans down there, but I did find this one. This is a 2016 collab with glass hopper. And, um, this is actually an EHJ. It's a mini EHJ and it's made into one of his, uh, beanie baby bears. Cause he did this uh, series of bears. They're all like different collabs he did with people that were like the beanie baby bears. It's like in memory of his mom. It's a really like beautiful series. It's really cool. And this one is actually made out of serum. And this was back in the day when serum had first come out and it was very hard to get. And this piece has over two pounds of serum. It's actually two, just shy of two and a quarter pounds of serum in this piece, which back when we made this was like basically like using the most sought out thing to make like this super heavy, crazy piece. It's all solid. Like it's arms and marbles. Everything's like solid. Um, and then the body is, uh, the exploded honey jar. That's what EHJ stands for exploded honey jar. And on our YouTube channel, if you scroll down to the bottom, there's actually a video that my producer Mark did back in 2016 where I talk all about the exploded honey jars. So check that out. If you're curious about those pieces some more. Um, but yeah, this was made with serum. So this shifts bright pink under the right uh, CFL light. So back when we made it, it was really, uh, it was special because, like, you know, no one could get serum. And then I actually remember when Robert was here collabing with me, um, he was like, what color do you want to do this piece? And I was like, oh, I got some serum. And he's like, awesome. And then he just started getting into it and making like marbles and solid legs and stuff. And I was like, well, I guess we're using all the serum. It's happening. And I was like a little bit scared because I was like, damn, I kind of wanted to use that for other stuff too. But 
I, by the end of it, I was so happy with how everything came out. And it was such a cool piece and so unique that I was like, fuck it. And I, and I've, uh, I've never smoked this before, but I am going to take a dab through it. And this is available though. If someone wanted to scoop this, I would sell it for a deal. And it's an exploded honey jar, which this is like the only exploded honey jar. That's like a collab like this. And this one's really unique. Cause it has like two different pillared sections where it has here and then right here. And then it stacks into the head and bubbles, but I've never smoked it. It has a reinforced gridded inline perk in the bottom here. And uh, just a fun piece. I'll pull on it a couple times so we can just see function. I can take a little dab through it. Let me move my coffee and shit. Oh, hang on, Dora. Watch out for me. Oh, where should I put this shit? Right here. All right, I did it. Boom. Let's see here. All right, we're looking good there. We can kind of see from the side. <laughs> So the water like stacks up through these pillars, kind of like how Mothership Egg is. That's where I got the inspiration for components on the Exploded Honey Jar. It was like my version of an egg back in the day, um, which who doesn't get inspired by Mothership? Those guys kill it. Uh, so it goes up through these pillars right here. There's four of them. And then again, there's two more pillars. It stacks up through into this little like donut section, and then it goes into the head of the piece. <coughs> um but yeah, let me get a dab on this thing. I'll warm it up. Also, too, all these marbles in the front are solid. That's why there's like two and a quarter pounds of fucking serum in this thing. Because there's just so much solid work. And I love all the stitching work on the face and feet and stuff. It's tough. Probably with a transparent piece, it's going to be really tough to catch on camera. But you can kind of see it in the feet here a little bit. Mark, should I just not touch it? Yeah, you can leave it. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, this like stitching and stuff is really cool through. And like... Guys, like, I, who didn't have Beanie Babies back in the fucking 90s and shit? For, like, me as, like, a 90s kid, that was, like, definitely a big thing. It was, like, Pokemon cards, Beanie Babies, Pogs, and fucking what else? Fuck. There was, that was pretty much, like, the big ones. Honestly, Power Rangers were pretty cool, too. Um, <coughs> shit. Let's get a dab on this thing. I'll stop touching this mic. Where did I put my fucking torch again? There it is. But yeah, guys, this was like a chill episode, just kind of more of like a sesh and hanging out and just me rambling for an hour. Appreciate you guys that stuck around and watched these. This next episode I'm going to get into, uh, I'm already starting off very baked. So where, we wait, where we're going to end up, no one knows. That will be episode 19. Um, and I'm not going to promise it will be a quality episode, but I promise you I will be there um, attempting to make a good episode. And honestly, I'm just trying to have fun. These are fucking fun. Like, I had so much fun with Pop D when he was here. And I think he really had a good time, too. Because I've been seeing him. Make sure you guys follow him, too, if you're not already. And check out our episode we did together. Pop D Glass Art. But um, he's been doing a lot more lives and IGTV videos. And trying to do more, like, interacting like that. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That's like Those are, like, those first steps. You, like start practicing with your Instagram, doing live videos and stuff and like get more comfortable there. And then eventually maybe you can start like producing like videos to put on like, you know, Spotify, YouTube, wherever, you know, you post your videos, but yeah, it's cool. I really hope our industry just keeps growing guys. And I hope some of you guys watching have ideas too, and have ways you want to contribute or build, you know, things that you want to do in the industry, ideas you have and want to bring to the table. It doesn't just have to be glass. There's a lot of ways to make a living and be part of the cannabis industry. And it's the best industry. All right. Well, I need a dabber. Step one. <sighs> Concentrated marijuanas. Step two. Holy shit, these turps got my nose running this morning. Wow, I am blowing through this GMO. I'm glad I got my med card again because we're getting flour down here because I need to slow down on how much hash I've been smoking. I just can't justify it. It's too expensive. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to fucking get back to smoking mostly flour like I was and just taking, saving all my dabs for, like, save, like, one dab for the morning, then most of my dabs for live videos because I usually do, like, four dabs at least on the lives. 
and then just try and schedule up my smoking a little bit because I also like can't be like smoking all the time either too because like I'm a dad and stuff I got I got parenting and stuff to do you know responsibilities I'm just kidding my wife does everything (laughs) oh fuck we missed it again shit have to heat it up i betcha we'll see oh yeah i'm distracted today this next episode is gonna be fucked i know it oh wrong cap wait no that's the right cap what's happening right now well i guess physics is over i guess or did i fucking weld the this can happen you get the nail too out you can fucking weld the marble nope she's moving well, guys, <coughs> I don't know what's happening, but this <coughs> piece is a terp cannon. Whoa. Okay, now it's big, so it might have been a little tagged. I got it a little too hot, I think, and didn't move the marble around. Be careful with your marbles and your nails. You either drop them in <coughs> or keep them moving while you're heating it up. Wow. I forget how... Good the Terps taste and EHJs. I cannot wait to drop the refined EHJ. Um, changing a bunch of stuff about the design actually, but it's gonna. It probably won't even be called a refined EHJ, but it's gonna be like the EHJ would have been the precursor to the new piece that we'll be dropping. <coughs> Prototypes here soon, but official like drop and availability definitely not till 2021. Kind of want the world to not be ending. When I start dropping new work, so not saying the world is ending, but we are in a state currently that is a little messy, and I hope we find some stability and a new normal where everybody is treated equally, because it is crazy that we're even having this conversation still in 2020. I mean, I fucking, I went to... I went to like country schools and then I went to city schools all around. I had friends that grew up in the country and friends that grew up in the city. Like I played basketball my whole life. Like basketball was my sport. Um, I was also a lacrosse player too, but basketball was <laughs> basketball. That sounds funny. Did I put a P in there? Extra one? I don't know. Is there even a P in there? No. All right. So also another thing. Here we go. Uh, you guys ever get so high you forget how to spell a simple word and you have to look it up to make sure it's spelled right? Well, that happened to me constantly, but really bad the other day. So bad. Told my wife about it, and um, she's like, just don't say that on the podcast. You'll sound really stupid. I'm like, listen to the whole episode. I sound stupid the whole time. Is what it is. So the other morning, I woke up, looked on, I opened my internet browser, and I saw the word new looked up. How to make sure, I had to make sure the word new was spelled right. At, at this point in the night, when I must have looked that up, like I must have been like, like, wow, this really doesn't look right. And I actually remember the moment, to be honest with you guys. I was making a post on a story, and you know how you can make those, like, fucking, like, emoji things that, like, like with a word where it's colorful and bouncing around? I don't know. Well, the way this word was moving around and blinking, I was like, that doesn't look right. Like, I was like, new doesn't look right. I was like, I gotta look this up. So like, I feel like I'm missing a letter, because it's, like, jumping around. I <laughs> Yeah, the gifts. That's what it is, the gifts. I was making a gif of the word new, and it was jumping around all different colors. I didn't know what was going on. I was really high. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't think something's wrong with this word. So I Googled new. And the only reason that I confirmed that this was spelled right was that I'm from New York. And I was like, oh, New York. And I saw New York on Google. And I was like, they wouldn't get that wrong. So, you know, you got to be careful how much you smoke, guys. And, and honestly, it's when you smoke. I saved that for about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Mm. Well, there it is. Episode 18, we did it. Um, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. We have new mood maths that dropped, like I talked about. I can show them one more time. We got these new mood maths we dropped right here. Try and get right in the center of the screen. I'm really bad at this mark. I would not do good at weather, man. Um, we got these mood mats. There's two new ones. Boom. Check them out. Uh, BMSglass.com. We also got some new stickers and a magnet on there that matches those. 
Um, the Hetty Hawaii drop July 5th. Um, it's going to be an awesome day. We're going to have lots of stuff. I'm going to do a couple giveaways and make that drop super fun for everybody, even that's hanging out. I think I'm going to be doing a live or something because their drop is just on a website. They're just going to open up the website and you just, you know, click and buy. So it's not going to be DMing or waiting for them to post anything. It's going to be fucking crazy. I hope you guys don't crash their website. I hope their website is ready for the RBR army. And that's what I'm calling you guys. Cause we're going to get you some fucking stickers that say RBR army or something. I don't know. My wife thinks I'm a nerd for even saying stuff like that, but I'm like, I am a nerd. I fucking painted models in my basement as a kid. That's pretty fucking nerdy. Played World of Warcraft, you know? It's pretty nerdy. All right, but this was fun. We're about to get into episode 19 now, and this is going to be part two of today. So basically, I'm filming for like over two hours today. Um, it's probably going to get a little weird. Um, by the end of that one, it's going to be super messy. I don't know what's going to happen. So I hope you guys have a great week, um, and thank you, everybody. This is the What's Up, Everybody podcast. Um, yeah. Hope you guys have an awesome day. Where's my, where's my lighter? Oh, yeah, that's right. Whoa!